1: Hello and welcome to this week's Man on the Post Extra Time I'm your host Chris uh, With me back from his honeymoon Ladies, listeners to Man on the Post I'm afraid your time has passed uh, He's back, it's Ryan Hello She liked it so she put a ring on it
0: <laughs> uh, When at the wedding in the des- disco part Single Ladies came on And I was just like, not anymore <laughs> what was You're your not first-
2: a single lady anymore, Ryan
0: No, no. What was your first song? That you danced to? Uh, just first song. Um, was City of Stars from the film La La Land? Oh, I don't know that. Oh no, I don't know. Chris doesn't watch movies. No. <laughs> That's it. You've not seen one movie. You don't watch any movie. That's, That's it.
1: it I, yeah. It, it peaked at Last of the Mohicans. I thought it was not going to get any better than that. So <laughs> I'm not going to watch more anymore. Uh, those that other voice you can hear, that, that is the first time she's laughed since Ryan got married. Uh, she's been crying into <laughs> cake all week.
2: It's Jessie. It's true. Hi guys, I'm only laughing now because I have Ryan back
0: Oh, This yeah, is probably the best intro ever
2: <laughs> Ryan, I'm so happy My buddies are back <laughs>
1: <laughs> Right, this week we're going to be talking a little bit about um, South American, and or oh, not just South American But other uh, World Cup qualifiers um, And we're going to be talking about the Premier League Because it's back uh, normally, I used to really dislike international breaks But I'm quite into them now
2: It's great, it's all soccer all the time
1: it is. Uh, well, i tell you what, then. You get us started, Jesse, because um, you are from, you say Uruguay, we say Uruguay, because we say it properly.
2: I say Uruguay.
1: Oh, no. Though, you what do, do, do you say?
2: You? What do you do? Uruguay.
1: Oh, that, was, that was the wrong way around. It was,
2: wasn't it? Oh, try it again. Do it again.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at the results. I wasn't concentrating. You say Uruguay, well, we say Uruguay. Or oh, Home Simpson go. says you are gay. Well, <laughs> but anyway, it was the Uruguay Derby this week, wasn't it? Yes. You beat Richie yes, from Serie sit down, Paraguay. as down's one of Paraguay. my former
2: presidents said, the Guay countries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you beat them 2-1, didn't you? Um, with goals from Gustavo Gomez and Federico Valverde.
2: Yes, it was a ridiculous own goal. Yes, Fede Valverde, 19 years old, made his debut and scored a goal, like, you know, most 19-year-olds do. Oh, you're second. In second? The, yeah, in the qualifying group. for. This was his first grown-up no. debut. You second first it. grown-up debut. guy second. Hold on. Am I saying the wrong? <laughs> this was his first time. Yeah. Well, that yes. way, playing with the grown-ups. Yeah.
0: Yes. But yes. Chris Chris was looking at the qualifying table. Yeah, I'm not paying any attention to what oh, you're saying. Oh, for second. He just okay, it and it'd be like, <laughs> you're second.
2: We are
1: second. I'm not paying any good. attention to what I you're saying, but yeah.
2: Okay, good. What, okay, now I don't even know what you want me to say. You're right. You're right in all things. Okay. <laughs> <Lion> help.
1: <laughs> How many games left? So it's uh, twenty. I'm saying, assuming there's two We're games at left. Yeah, you're on twenty-seven yes. points. Um, Peru are fourth.
2: They're ahead yeah. of Argentina so,
1: and and Chile.
2: Basically, um, don't assume anything. Uh, nothing makes sense anymore.
1: Well, we Welcome called Bolivia football. Chile last week, didn't we? We called it last week.
2: Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Chris, we did. We should play the lottery. Um, look, this is this is a table ba- way back at the beginning of of qualifiers. Ecuador sat pretty solidly and comfortably at the at the head of the table. This was a Brazil that didn't know whether they were going to qualify or not before they had Cheech. Um, this was an Argentina that had. Messi, Mascherano, and Aguero retire and then unretire. Um, so we've seen a lot of changes um, and and like whiplash. In I'm going to make up words, whatever. Um, and and players come and go and get injured, injured and suspended and unsuspended. Lionel Messi, like whoever you're paying oh, off, build working. a bridge and get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not over it.
0: Um
2: so, you know, it's, it's definitely been a like a roller coaster ride down there and it's not over yet. You know, there are no easy games. I think, you know, we saw that with Peru. We saw that with Venezuela against Argentina. Like this is this has been some pretty uh Sorry, it's against Colombia. Like, these have been some pretty unbelievable games.
1: Well, yeah, you've got uh, Colombia in third and 26 points. Peru in fourth on 24. Argentina also on 24. Chile on 23. So one of those big two. Yeah, is... Chile's just
2: throwing away their shots. Like if this is Everything was going right for Chile except for their own performances.
1: Yeah. It wasn't another Arturo Vidal in goal, was it?
2: Oh, that was stunning. No, it was, <laughs> was not. Nobody was stepping up.
1: Uh, last few games, then, for for these two teams. So it's basically uh, one straight through, one for the playoff, and then one's going to miss out. It is next month. It's Argentina at home to Peru um, and Chile at home to Ecuador, and then they finish off Argentina away at Ecuador, uh, Peru at home to Colombia, and Br- Chile are away to Brazil.
2: Brazil, right? Mm. And so, you know, looking at the numbers, like yes, things are possible, but I think that the problem for Chile is that. They ne- Obviously, one of those is a must-win. But if they don't take a win against Brazil, which is going to be very hard, um, they're going to have to rely on other teams' performances. And you never want to be in that position.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um, oh. n- where else are we going? I think New Zealand beat... They beat Wait, can S- we Solomon just be on, excited
2: for like, one more second that Uruguay won? We can what, just sorry? Be- just... Can we be excited for like one more second that Uruguay won?
1: Go on, you cheer for a second.
2: Okay, good. Here go we go. It. Ryan, are you cheering? Are you excited?
1: Uh, I'm not going to cheer now, I'm afraid. Release your oh, or soave poje. Yeah.
2: <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Ryan, you, he played for you for a second. Be excited.
1: For a second? Yeah. Okay, okay. your
2: excitement. Thank you. Sorry, yeah.
1: I get the impression Brian doesn't do excitement very often.
2: It was not great, Ryan, <laughs> good, but I'll take it. Okay, now where are we going? We're in New Zealand now.
1: Uh, we're in New Zealand because they beat the Solomon Islands, didn't they? So they are in that playoff for yeah, whoever like, they meet.
2: Whoever they, they're gonna, they'll be fine. Their their group is ridiculous.
1: Uh, and what else did we have? Uh, Honduras drew one-one with the United States. Costa Rica drew oh, one-one so, so with great. Mexico. Mexico. Wait, qualify. can I talk
2: about how the United States were really bad?
1: <laughs> yeah, you say it with some relish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, the United States were super lucky to get this goal from Bobby Wood in the like eighty-seventh minute. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I I say it with relish or like with ketchup because before this, when they played against Mexico, there was some. Controversy? Is that how you guys say it?
1: Controversy.
2: <laughs> oh, well... Because we need a little controversy,
1: controversy, because it seems so empty without me.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> I, I know that song, too. Right?
2: <laughs> sing it right now.
0: Oh, I don't sing. I don't uh-huh. get excited and I don't sing. Ryan! Sorry. Oh, come All on.
2: Right. But you are dancing right now as we podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Um, there. So, there was, like, an uninspired game that we played against Mexico, and the... Controversy, my friends, was that apparently we let it, sorry, against Costa Rica, that we let in too many foreign spectators. So it was not really home field advantage, to which I say racism and ridiculousness. So now, in this really terrible performance against Honduras, when there was this lucky goal to tie it up, but Honduras really had the run of play, like, what are you going to blame? that terrible performance on. You have to, at some point, like, look to your actual team and not to the spectators, like...
1: Well, the game was in Honduras, wasn't it? Right. So, for exactly. America, for the Americans, oh. the stadium was full of foreigners again.
2: Are you going to... So, are you going to blame that? Or are you going to blame Hondurans? Or are you going I mean, to you blame... You might as well. Right, well, okay. Having
0: the team <laughs> you're, to blame, you're not going to blame the players, <laughs> let's be honest. You're not going to blame the players, so... Are
2: you going to blame arena? I mean, they blamed Klinsman and got rid of him and brought in Arena, so... Am I going to expect to see like Sam Allardyce later?
0: That, that, that'd be incredible. To be fair. <laughs> What's
2: going to happen? Can you
1: imagine Sam Allardyce or the touchline as you play a game in Los Angeles wearing nothing but a I pair really of speedos?
2: So oh much. god! That would be the greatest thing to ever happen.
0: No, it it <laughs> really would.
2: The it's... United States men's team Instagram would just be like, would take an instant leap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Mexico have qualified for this. They're at the World Cup next year, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, and Costa Rica second and fifteenth, Panama and tenth, Um United States are fourth on nine points. Mm, yep. Uh, now the United States, I've heard are. I mean, this, this might be wrong since going to press, but um, I've heard they are on course to possibly play a um, a playoff match against Syria because Syria yes. drew with Iran.
2: Yes, and there's some speculation that they're going to have to play in a th- in a third class. In what? Sorry. To curb that craziness as well.
0: So, so, so you Can't wait for them. Donald Trump to get involved.
2: Well, <laughs> no. Well, we do have a you know there's a ban here, so um, potentially that game would have to be played in, in somewhere like Canada or. What, what um.
1: they've been playing they, in Malaysia, they, haven't they? right Syria have now I saw a tweet earlier on this because Syria drew 2-2 with Iran uh, they are now in uh, third place in group A so behind Iran and the Korean Republic who've qualified uh, Iran hadn't actually conceded at home so Syria did very well there but they drew with the last minute uh, two all goal and everyone was very 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 happy for Syria I saw a tweet um from a guy who tweeted, as a Syrian, I don't consider this team represent me. They only represent the mass murderer who killed more than 500,000 civilians. And then went on to list uh, the a, a list of players who have been tortured and or killed under Assad while the war has been going on.
2: Right. So that guy was, I think you could look under Put, uh, I wanna Pu- like Putin. I don't want to stay because it sounds like Putin. Yeah, Putin in one. In? Right, there you yeah. go. I
1: I hadn't read his Twitter name actually. (laughs)
2: Right, Right. I'm not sure if that's meant to be Putin or not, so I didn't want to say it in case it's not, but put it in one, maybe? Like, maybe it's a uh, football reference, I don't know. But yeah, Yeah. that was really interesting. Yes. I I, I think it's really hard to know with dictatorial regimes. Like, after um, Saddam Hussein was killed and we found out about his son, was it Uday? Uday, yeah. um, Who was in charge of their football team and had so many of them tortured and killed, like, you know, it's hard to know what people are forced to do. Yes, you know, or coerced. It's I, I don't know. I, it's it's so difficult to know. You know, under such repression. Yes, no, that's
1: very that's true.
2: What. Yeah, but yeah. that was really. I read that as well and was like so shocked and saddened. Although I guess we shouldn't be shocked,
1: really. No. Who was the one that looked like Pep Guardiola?
2: Oh god. Okay. Well, now I can never look at him again. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
1: you Google the pair of them. <laughs> oh
2: god. With hair or without hair? Uh,
1: you, we just Google Uday. Just oh, well, just Google a picture of each, and you will soon see.
2: Oh crap. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Japan and Saudi Arabia are going to the World Cup. Uh, Australia are in the playoff place. There, they beat Thailand. Um. And I think, I think what happens here, the, the group A, group B have a playoff, and then the winner plays the playoff people from CONCACAF, don't they?
2: Wait. Group, that was too much math. Sorry. Ryan, you're in charge of that one. You're an IT person.
1: Uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I think as it currently stands, what? I think Syria and Australia play a playoff against each other, and the winner of that plays a playoff game again against the CONCACAF team. I might That's like wrong. A
2: plus B equals C.
1: Yeah. hmm Exactly.
2: Divided by World Cup.
1: <laughs> um, right. Well, let's come back to Europe.
0: Uh, we'll quickly do this because
1: France drew with Luxembourg, nil nil.
0: Wasn't there some like mad odds on France not? Or were they <laughs> Fran, France were one? It was. I, I don't do betting odds, <laughs> but they were they were bet, mad, like mad favourites, weren't they? <laughs> I did see a What of happened things. with
2: France in Italy? France. What's going on?
1: Well I did see a couple of things The first thing I saw was Luxembourg had some key players missing So it was a weakened Luxembourg team Oh my god Uh, And the other thing I saw was um, The French starting 11 cost something like 500 million pounds And they could actually work out the cost of the Luxembourg starting 11 Down to the last pound
2: (laughs) If I ever start a ska band It's going to be called a weakened Luxembourg (laughs) Because that's just fun
1: that's pretty cool. Uh, okay, so to uh, so the home teams in Northern Ireland, they did pretty well, didn't they, over this last week? Yeah. Uh, let me have a look how they got on. They, uh, what are they? they beat Azerbaijan, didn't they? And then they beat the Czech Republic 2 0. Yep. So they sit second behind Germany. Um, so they, they are all set for the playoff places in there. Because I think it's only the top team, isn't it, that go through automatically in Europe, followed by the second place team going into the playoff. Right. Uh, Republic of Ireland lost to Serbia uh, and Wales beat Moldova, didn't they?
2: Oh, with that, with, with, um, how Ooh, old is he? Is he 17?
1: He's Ben Woodburn, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Scouts legend.
2: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, what was I doing at 17? Like,
0: D- oh, I think I had just taken that. the
2: training wheels off my bicycle.
0: Don't do that to yourself, Jesse. It's not oh, worth God. it.
2: <laughs> As part
1: of my training course, uh, I had to fill in my name and date of birth and. I just went after two of my colleagues, and one was born in 1993. The other one was born in
0: 1998. That was after I'd met my wife.
2: Oh, God.
0: I, I can beat you slightly there, Chris. It's, uh, at work, I hired someone uh, a few weeks ago whose date of birth it was in the 2000. <gasps> no. Yeah, I mean, yeah well, think I about, think about it now. You,
2: I was just filling out the forms for my kiddos at work, and they were born in
1: 2015.
2: Ooh. But, <laughs> you know, they so... That's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Still though, yeah, he's horrendously know. old. Alfonso Davis, we talked about last week. His year of birth starts with the two, doesn't it? Sixteen. I know.
2: You guys,
1: Jurgen, sign him up, please. Um, <laughs> England uh, absolutely thumped Slovakia, didn't they, Ryan?
0: Did did they? Add, I think this is it. So way in the Greece,
2: players have been playing beautifully. Just say yes. Say Tottenham won.
0: Tottenham did something oh. in that game. Mm-hmm. Deli Ali did a good representation of Tottenham <laughs> uh, within the game. That's with a um, fairly naughty gesture.
1: That fairly naughty <laughs> gesture, the excuse he brought out for that was, in fact, he was singing to Carl Walker. That's up there with. That was so stupid. That's up there with Jared Hooley exc- excusing Robbie Fowler
0: sniffing the line by
1: saying he was reenacting a cow for rig-a-bear song.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't get it. It was like, oh, it was a friendly gesture to my pal, Carl Walker. And I'm like, but. That's not just say, oh, you were trying to do one or two or something, and then you you put down the one by accident. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but, Ryan, to be fair, I live in rural Cornwall. You live in suburban Northampton. This is probably some kind of um, urban street gesture that you and I aren't actually designed to get.
2: You're right. In Brooklyn, Maybe. that's how we count. Yeah, We count with that yeah. finger. We're like, you know, <laughs> how many that's seconds pretty... until the light changes? One. <laughs> that is the biggest finger.
0: But thought... People would do that to me all the time. Oh, maybe it's supposed to be a, a, a <laughs> friendly you, thing.
2: Ryan, you have one more second. One more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I, thought, cool. I thought we did okay in the second half. Um, first half, Joe Hart got a bit of stick for letting the goal in. Marcus Rashford, I thought, very unfairly got some stick. He was surrounded by three of their players on his own with no support.
0: He was getting a lot also, of slack yeah. on... I, I was checking Twitter and, he was, and people were like, oh, he's made a lot of mistakes and then he'd scored and then it was like, Marcus Rashford, best England player.
2: I, I felt Dude, very sorry glad for him. I'm you said that, because I also, you know, following along with the game on social media, I thought it was so unfair that he was the one getting all the attention in, the, in a negative way when he was really the one that was pushing, and that's why he was getting surrounded, and then as soon as he scored the goal, he was like, you know, man of the match, hero of the game, but really his, his attacking head, like nothing changed except that he scored the goal.
1: Exactly. I, I mean, the pundits were laying into him half time as well, weren't they, on the telly? Mm.
0: I don't. I don't get it. it England fans and pundits are just so fickle. Honestly, it's it's so easy to be critical of someone. I mean, I've I've been good you know, before watching games and you think, oh, this player's been terrible, and then they, they score or something. And you're like, actually, they've played all right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, just that no one else was was really attacking and and constantly moving and pushing the way he was so
0: it's because he's a young english player i think the media have they, they used to get behind players loads when they were young and pushing them really hard and they amounted to nothing so instead they just started to hate on them loads oh. <laughs> the <laughs>
2: so media they do have think, to like
0: so there's no no, no more pressure
2: <laughs> oh that's so sweet
0: yeah
1: yeah, I mean, to be fair as well, Slovakia got Hamzik and Weiss and Ducha playing for them. So, I mean, they're no mean pushover. Martin Skirtle got hair. I've never <gasps> seen that.
2: That's what I tweeted. Who is that <laughs> man? I, I don't like it. No.
1: For years, I thought Martin Skirtle looked like the actor Barry Pepper, but not now. He's grown his hair.
2: <laughs> He's the one that I would least let him him and collar off. I just would not want to meet in an alley alone. And they're probably lovely, lovely men, but.
0: I was really confused where that conversation was going there. I got really confused
2: for some (laughs) some reason. Ryan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: We are now five points ahead of Slovakia. Um, We're on 20 points. Slovakia are on 15. Are we there, Ryan? Can you start packing your bag?
0: I can start packing my bag. I'm not going to because Russia (laughs) is a crazy place. looks (laughs) a (laughs) scary place, (laughs) doesn't (laughs) it?
2: Yeah.
1: Scotland fared less. Well, how did Scotland get on? They... Quick, quick, scroll, Christopher, scroll. I did see a Scotland goal. Oh, they beat Malta two nil. Uh, I did see a um, a goal of theirs where someone shot, hit the post, came out, hit their leg, and went in. So
0: classic. Yeah, I like those p- sort of goals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Group G, Spain beat uh, your favorite team, Liechtenstein eight 0 Italy beat Israel one
2: uh, 0 No, wait, wait, wait. But Liechtenstein got a corner in Spain's half. So for me, I just want to say congratulations, Liechtenstein. You did it. Yeah, That was good okay. Also Javi Villa is great That's oh, awesome.
0: I, was say, I did see something interesting about this, the Spain game And it was um a, I think a piece on Mirror Football About how Morata was pushing Diego Costa out at Chelsea But now also out of the Spain squad as well
2: mm, yeah. Interesting
0: now, He started scoring for Chelsea And then he started scoring for Spain
2: as well and it I mean I think good. this Spain is like Mirroring like Brazil Of eight years ago almost Like they are just they have so many unbelievable players. Like, you look at Ichko and Morata. That's the like, Ryan. I, uh, I, was, I,
0: was, I was thinking, I was like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: and, and David V and, like, all these super talented players. And, like, you just have to do something so astounding to to get playing time and be called up.
0: I think it's a testament that David V is in the squad. He's the fact that he's, proud, he's, he's he's still there making yeah. great performances, even though he's, he's gone off and done something different with his career, he's still a cracking striker.
1: Gives yeah. Javinko a bit of hope, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> well, does well. Italy have a bit of hope? Like, what is happening? <laughs> uh,
1: Group H, Belgium are qualified. They beat uh, Greece 2 1. Uh, so they are now qualified. Bosnia up second after their 4 0 victory away at Gibraltar. Uh, and in Group I, uh, tight in Group I, Croatia and Iceland, both top on uh, 16 points. And then third and fourth are Turkey and Ukraine, both on 14 points. Um, Turkey beat Croatia 1-0. Kosovo lost to Finland 1-0. And Iceland beat Ukraine 2-0. So it's really, really tight, that group.
2: Was that the um, the Iceland-Finland game where, I, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, got sent off? And I didn't think it was a sending off worthy foul
1: uh, I have no idea,
2: unfortunately. You know, that Scandinavian last name that I'm going <laughs> to mess up, so I'm not going to say it.
0: Uh, Torment Giant Spain. Michael-
2: Come August- on. Ooh. No, the other one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just naming people from... Uh, I'm just naming wildlings from Game of Thrones. I have got, I've got no idea. Matt <laughs>
2: <laughs> No, he's a goalie. Um, hold on. Keep going, and I'm going to Google... How to pronounce this appropriately? We'll
0: we'll I've we'll ran put out of like wa- elevator music here. Yeah, I've run <laughs> out of
1: wildlings' names as well. <laughs> the rest of it just <laughs> sort of one homogenous mass after that, aren't they? G- uh, Gilly, that's um, Sam's wife. She was a wildling, wasn't she?
2: Wasn't she I, the I, one I... who was going to be murdered by her father husband?
1: Yes, well she she was one. Of, she didn't want to lose her baby, did she? Cause remember all the male babies were left outside, weren't they? For the White Walkers. Great spoiler alert, right. guys. That's about five series ago. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Just... Well, don't complain about the spoiler alert if you don't watch <laughs> it.
2: Okay, I'm not going to pronounce it. I'm just, I can't. I'm just going to say it. G i s l a s o n. Is it Gislason or Song? or is it something else entirely? I don't know.
1: Mrs. Fancy accents getting let down. Yeah.
2: okay
1: how do you I say
2: outlandic. Icelandic. <laughs> just just do it. Just say it. I'm trying to frug- Google frug- like... frug-
1: and frug- and spru-
2: <laughs> It's not the Swedish chef. I'm trying to look up how you say this phonetically, and Google is totally letting me down. His it's... name is Rurik Gislasson.
0: It's fine, just, just leave it there. Rurik. There you go. Okay,
2: so he was Rurik and he got a second yellow and I and it was I don't think it was second yellow worthy. But then he was—he obviously got sent off because that's the rule. And, and and then Finland won and it made me sad. Anyway, why are you letting me babble like this? Somebody needs to stop me right now. How would say-
1: <laughs> you say his name in Spanish?
2: Heathlesson.
1: I'd be impressed with that,
2: wouldn't he? I don't think so. I think he's a Viking who would be like, stop fucking my name up.
1: Yeah. Before he comes down with a right? big horned hat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, okay, so that is our World Cup roundup done. So we are now going to move on to the Premier League because it's back this weekend. Yay! Yay! And it kicks off nice and early at 12.30 on, uh, Saturday with the Paul Walsh Derby. It is, uh, Manchester City versus Liverpool. We always seem to do quite, oh no, it's at their place, so we seem to do less well. Uh, Manchester... <laughs> Uh, City have lost only one of their last eight home games against Liverpool Um, they've won four and drawn three so you know I thought we did alright we tend not to unfortunately but City have lost only one of the last 23 matches at home as well it doesn't look very good for us at all I don't know
0: your squad's a bit different this time I think you've got you're coming into it with a bit of momentum as well
1: no Raheem Sterling after his um, pitch invasion sending off
0: yeah.
2: And you're keeping Cotinho though. I was to say Cotinho's gonna, real, is is gonna
0: be around somewhere.
2: Oh,
1: he'll be back injured after that um after that back injury he'll be back, won't he? <laughs> that <laughs> back injury and then he scored that cracking goal <laughs> <laughs> This was a one one draw last season. Oh two years ago, this is one where Liverpool won four one. Do you remember Klopp had only been there a few weeks? Oh yeah. I you think it, you'll do it again? No, I always think we're going to lose. No. <laughs> <laughs> Every single game I think we're going to lose. Ever the optimist. Oh, God, I hate predicting my own team.
0: Well, you know this whole Coutinho situation? That won't come into play next year. Because did you see today that the Premier League voted to close the transfer window before the start of next season?
1: Brilliant. So well, the prices well, yeah. are going
0: to be ever more inflated. Yeah. What's also, though, someone uh, that a lot of people have said, you know, it's great news for the Premier League. In in a way that you know the clubs are going to be ready, but if no one else closes their window before the start of their season, then you could still lose these players. Is that you won't be able to replace them?
2: Oh, rain! You just ruined it. Nobody
1: nobody seems <laughs> to ask why do we have a transfer window. I can't see any logic why we have one.
2: Because everyone does,
1: but why, why does everybody have to? We never used to. We used to go until March. Transfer window used to be like late March, and it worked perfectly. But why? Well. Why what?
0: Like, why would you not have one like now? Because right. I guess you, you can't just disrupt someone, especially nowadays with the media. Is you, you disrupt someone in the middle of a season? Well, sort of, let's say February, and that that could be it, couldn't it? I mean, look at the Costa situation. He he didn't go in January, but I know whatever he's... happened in January with the transfer window coming into effect and then going, he, he's now sitting around in Brazil drinking whatever. <laughs>
1: He's never stuck, now he's never stuck at your place. If there was no transfer window, you'd have all the way through till March when the old one used to be to get rid of him. There'd be no pressure. There'd be no sort of last minute, oh, you want him. It's going to cost you 100 million But I think pounds. it
2: would be pressure all year round. I don't think it would. Because... It,
1: would it never used to because mm. if we don't buy him now, we'll go buy somebody else and we've got weeks to negotiate.
0: True. I, yeah, I, I, I think
2: it goes it, both ways. I think some ways it makes it, a lot less pressure but in some ways it makes it a year round audition and and like you know you can't keep sending players to other clubs to have trials and I don't know.
0: I guess the thing is if, if you're closing the window early before the start of the season then why have the January window? If they're saying that the whole point is that we want our squad ready for the new season mm. then, then why have you still got the January window to, to mess up everything unless you have a winter break Hmm. so do it like every other country have a winter break have the window open during the winter break and it's then like summer again isn't
1: it well I know because a winter break they'd all go swanning off to wherever to play exhibition matches wouldn't they And they wouldn't actually have a break
0: oh no I don't mean actually have a break but at least it's the same as pre-season where it's not like it, if if the Coutinho thing happens it's not like you got to then suddenly pull in from the team while, it, while it's dealt with
1: ok um Three o'clock kickoffs on Saturday afternoon. They have got the Muzzy Is it Derby? Leicester versus Chelsea. <laughs> I saw Danny that Drinkwater.
0: <clears throat> oh yes, I wonder Derby. if
1: he, I wonder if he'll be able to make his debut.
0: I think so. I think the, you don't spend that type of money and not look to put him in straight away. Really, the last day, Fabregas and <clears throat> go. On. As I say, Fabregas and Cante played all right, um against Everton. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see where Drinkwater and Bakayoko fit.
1: Uh, who was the last Leicester City goalkeeper to keep a clean sheet against Chelsea? That's
0: last Leicester City goalkeeper.
1: I'll give you a clue. It was
0: 1998. Oh, I'm not going to know that. <laughs>
1: Step forward, Peggy Arpex. Said,
0: "Oh, that was on the tip of my tongue as well." <sighs>
1: I saw them play each other in 1996 at Filbert Street, and Gianluca Vialli was just the most amazing football player you've ever seen in your whole life, which isn't exactly a revelation, but he was just wonderful. <laughs> My favourite bit of that match was at the end when um, Frank LaBeouf, responding to the Chelsea fans, singing his name, grabbed his nuts, pointed in our direction, and then stuck his thumbs up at, his, uh, at the Chelsea fans. so) <laughs> <Classic. laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> uh, Jamie Vardy scored 10 goals in 16 Premier League matches since Craig Shakespeare had his first game. Only Harry Kane and Romelu Lukaku have had more. So, can anybody see a bit of an upset here? There was one a couple of years ago. This was Jose's last game, wasn't it, in charge for Chelsea? It was, yeah. Chelsea haven't went away from home in September for the last four seasons.
0: Really? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I think it could be a draw. I I want to hope that Chelsea win, um, but I, it's it's a difficult one at the moment. We've started off not too bad all things considered but we didn't strengthen in the ways that we probably needed to strengthen and I think that's going to be playing on Conte's mind yeah, a little bit and once the games start racking up it'll be interesting but I, th- I think we should be fine but Leicester have been pretty good under Shakespeare so we'll see. They have haven't they?
1: Um, okay so we've done you, let's do Jesse uh, We oh, shall... boy Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy Um it is Everton at home to Tottenham Hotspur. It's the David Ginler derby and the Pat Vanden Howe derby.
2: I mean, that's what I call it. That's what it says on my calendar. <laughs> Which one? Both. Both. It's, it, there's not a lot of room left on that calendar. You, you that's
0: it uh, a pretty packed
2: calendar. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hey, you got a dumpster going by your house.
2: <laughs> I, it's, I think it's a bus. <laughs> what
1: is it? <laughs> um, you don't remember Pat Vanden Howe, do you?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's got a cool name. Whenever well, you say Derby names, because I think people just go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, basically when <laughs> I, I
2: try s- to look them up,
0: go to their phone. Oh, he did play for us.
2: Oh. I, I say
1: Derby names with just Mark in mind. Yeah. <laughs> He's the only person that's going to get any of these. I sometimes oh, think. That's so. <laughs> because then you look
2: them up and go, oh, hey. He'd yeah, Pat Vanden
1: Howe. <laughs> the tale of Visitation. romance behind Pat Vanden Howe and his relationship with one of his exes.
2: One of Mark's exes?
1: No. No. uh, I don't don't think Mark's got exes. Do you imagine? Um, No. One of Pat Van Den exes. Involves Bill Wyman and all sorts of possible noncery. Possible, allegedly. Cool. Yeah. Go go Google all that. That's pretty grim. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, Tottenham. Uh, I've got Victor Wanyama missing and Danny Rose both missing. He's either got his foot in his mouth or an injured knee. Danny Rose. I,
2: Danny Rose. I don't like. I don't remember what he looks like anymore. He's been out so long.
1: No, uh, Kieran Trippier is fit, and so Serge Aurier will not start.
2: Serge <sighs> um, Aurier. You can't
1: get excited about him, can you? We had this last week, didn't we? Sir we had Jaurier, this. So. Yeah,
2: I'm still not excited. Just no. refer back and ditto for Aurier. You're going to,
1: are you going to make me predict? I don't like this. I'm not good at it. No, go, go, go! go. What does your you don't have to predict, but what does your gut okay. say?
2: That is a prediction. Oh,
0: so, so, oh, i going so sorry. Oh, it know, is a prediction, is...
2: Ryan. No, you you give to, us a prediction.
0: You don't have to predict, <laughs> but you just but have just to tell predict. us what you think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Let me give you some. Let me give you some help. Uh, some hope. Okay. Harry Kane has scored 99 goals in all competitions for Spurs. 48 of those coming in away matches. Um, although he failed to score in 13 Premier League games in August. Uh. Everton. Yeah, but it's September now. Yeah. Only Tottenham Hotspur have won more points at home than Everton in 2017. So, you've got a good... They, they've got a good home record, but it's September. Harry Kane will start scoring.
2: Uh, he, he did for
0: England as soon as it's September. He <laughs> did. <laughs>
2: um, you know what? I'll go positive and say I want to win, and so we're going to. Okay. And... I would very much like Christian Eriksen to get a goal, and so let's give him one. How's that?
1: So you're not making a prediction, but you think it's going to be 1-0 with an Eriksen goal?
2: Yes.
0: What minute?
1: <laughs> not
2: that
0: you're 40, predicting things. 48. 48th minute, okay. I'd love if that was how football worked, you know, press, match pro Conference. How did you do it? Well, I wanted us to win, so we won. <laughs> ah, great! Good that,
1: tactic. That revolutionary <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, the late game on Saturday is uh, Stoke versus Manchester United. That's the Brian uh, Short. I'm sure it's somebody else, like Peter Davenport, as well, played for Stoke. Um, I would United. like
2: Stoke to win, please and thank you.
1: Would you? Would uh, you? I don't think
2: we really... wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jose
1: I quite like Stoke they're unbe- unbeaten in their last four home matches against Manchester United
0: that actually says a lot Stoke are a bit of a bogey team for United it always gets a bit hairy when they play yeah.
1: uh, Sparky Hughes is oh this is the Mark Hughes type as well uh, he's unbeaten yeah, was- in his last three Premier League matches against Jose ah Mark
0: Hughes I love a bit of Mark Hughes um, oh, uh, Manchester United is a bit too good at the moment, aren't they?
1: Yeah, victorian has got five assists uh, from his first three games this season, and Lukaku has scored 16 goals and assisted two more in his last 18 Premier League games. <laughs> I wouldn't want to
0: play this weekend. No, I mean, oof. someone <laughs> doesn't like the sound of that. <laughs>
2: it's so funny guys I don't even notice when that happens anymore <laughs>
1: it's also such e- a rare occurrence <laughs> it's also <laughs> exotic that's why
0: someone thinks Stoke is going to win <laughs> that's
2: Peter Crouch is driving my apartment by my apartment
0: <laughs> uh, sorry go on Ryan you were, you were mid-flow then you were cut off I by, don't So I, uh... I I do like Stoke I've always liked Stoke but they've always been so up or down Um, I think United are going to win but I think Stoke will give them a good I think the first half is going to be really tough for United and once they get a first goal, as it's been for the the other games, they'll steamroll it.
1: Steamroller or just get a second and sit back?
0: No, no, you look at the the first few games, they've been pretty sort of insistent on going forward even though they've scored one or two which is very unlike Jose. Stupid man. (laughs) He's brought you more success than
1: anybody else.
0: I don't... Oh, Okay, well, it's fine. We don't, have to, we don't have to talk about Jose today.
1: Oh, did anybody see the tweet about Jose this week? Um, no. There was, a, there was a picture of him playing in goal at that Grenfell Tower charity match, uh, and somebody tweeted out, is there anything this man can't do? Uh, seeking platitudes, and somebody replied saying, yes, respect working women.
2: Oh, <laughs> <gasps> I, I love that.
0: I, I saw a tweet about Jose Mourinho, but it was a picture of a rat, and it said someone named this rat for me and someone said Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> well, look,
1: let's go and have a bit of a Mourinho yes. hating. Let's go and call an Arsenal Wenger at Arsenal as they um, host Bournemouth this weekend. I had a dream that Jack Wilshere had a massive fight on the pitch the other day. And I knew that that's probably not an unlikely dream really? to happen. That's
2: probably he, foreshadowing.
1: He, no, he did. He did a couple of weeks ago, didn't no, he? No, I know he did, but since then oh. I have had this dream. I
0: think oh, So he, another
1: dream? It was like t- another fight, you mean? Yeah, he was taking oh. on like the whole of the team by himself when he was winning.
0: That sounds... But maybe you'll do that. Maybe you'll see a few Bournemouth players from last season. They'll be looking at him and be like, "You know, how's it going?" He's going to be like, "It's going to shit." And then, uh, <laughs> bro, this is actually the Jack Wilshere Derby, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Um, I imagine Bournemouth being quite soft to their players. Do you think? Yeah. There's no Bournemouth players that scare me.
0: Um, I think I think Eddie Howe would be one of those people that you look at him and he's like a bit of a nice dude. And if he like shuts the door in the dressing room, I can be. I, can imagine he's a pretty scary dude. Can you? Yeah. Really? Because it's always the nice people that when they get angry you get really worried. I'm terrified. You know, you know when someone's like <laughs> really nice? Yeah, exactly. You know when someone's really nice to you and then when you really upset them and then they but finally like, have a massive go, and you're like, shit, I didn't expect this. <laughs> is this, is right is this your married life, is it? <laughs> uh, you, you think everything's going to be fine because they're nice and then... Yeah. <laughs> You sound like me Who's about this As I say, you've heard this story before,
1: Chris. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on outside your house?
2: Uh, I don't know. The cops are coming.
1: Usual. For you?
2: <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> Go on, describe Whatever it, he Have did, you... he deserved it, you guys.
1: Have you got a busy street behind you? Is this like looking out over... I'm imagining sort of six-lane traffic and people honking horns. and.
2: No, no, it's a regular... But I'm on an avenue.
1: Oh, so it's quite a residential area
2: it is but i'm like i'm not on the quieter street side i'm on the i'm on the busier avenue side
0: we, what, what is, what is an i'm avenue? like showing you
2: with my hands like you could all see me um what isn't well here well
0: when, it, when it, like because we don't really have avenues here so wait
2: wait wait
0: Hold on. oh you're not just googling it because that sort of really oh, defeats no, the point go, that
2: Oh, have cool This is audio
0: that? podcast for, the, for you guys It's great because we now get with... video. And... <laughs> We're no, now
1: outside see... Jesse's window and we can see a big queue of traffic. This is pretty much typical New York, but... Yeah, okay. Feel... All right, that
0: makes sense. Uh, so
2: oh, a central, central perk. perk is he? <laughs> well, except that it's a taco place, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Anyway,
1: back to Arsenal and Bournemouth. That was pretty cool. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, back to Arsenal and Bournemouth. So, Arsenal are going to assess Alexis Sanchez, uh, who's, again, he's got that foot-in-mouth thing that um, <laughs> that Danny Rose has got. Aaron Ramsey and David Ospina. Um, after they return from international duty, uh, Bournemouth team news isn't available as yet, but Arsenal's last three home matches with Bournemouth all have all ended in victory. But do you remember they had that 3-1 that ended 3-3? Three three, didn't they? Where Giroud scored those last two goals? Wasn't it? Wasn't
0: it four three or something? Didn't Arsenal actually win it?
1: I thought it was three three in the end. I Giroud got two cause... last
0: minute goals.
2: Giroud always gets yes. last minute goals. That's like the only thing he's being used for.
1: And he did that weird scorpion kick celebration thing, didn't he? Oh uh, yeah. yeah! Stupid thing. <laughs> Jesse's wearing Chelsea headphones.
2: I am not. They're Uruguay headphones. But look, there's my cute dog. No. Oh. He's upside down, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's look, good
0: thing. Look, this is
2: a video podcast.
0: Like, they look, blue, they,
2: they oh, look, look.
1: Arsene Wenger. I mean. Get your Wenger Out hats on. Arsene Wenger has won more Premier League matches than the other 19 current Premier League ma- managers put together. Ooh. Wenger out. Wenger <laughs> out. <laughs> Jermaine Defoe scored against Arsenal more than any other club.
2: I love him. I still think he's amazing. Former Spur star, Jermaine Defoe. Keep him forever.
1: Yeah. Uh, can anyone see more Van Grout banners come quarter to five on Friday afternoon uh, Saturday afternoon
2: yeah they'll always be there won't they I say
1: like, there's Van
0: Grout banners everywhere
1: yeah I I think they're going to be okay with this one
0: um, I think they'll be okay but I think they'll make it difficult for themselves like they have all the other times it, it's really weird the reason Van Grout's happening again is because he, he almost doesn't know what to do with his squad so like Wasn't it, I can't remember what game it was, but Arsenal were playing, he he started Lacazette on the bench. Oh, that's Liverpool.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just like, what are you doing? You've spent all this money on this top striker. Why is he on the the bench? And we're like, well, Beck can't really cut it. Venger just doesn't really seem to know what his team is, it seems. No, I think not. But, you know, Bournemouth have got
1: null points so far this season, and are they strengthened in the summer? I don't really think they
0: have, and I can. They, just see... I think, I think they have. I mean, you look at Begovic Ake. is probably the only upgrade. I think Akay, but they they started last season with him. But... Yeah,
1: yeah, I think so, but pff, I don't know. I still can't see it this weekend. I mean, if it does happen, it'll be fantastic, schadenfreude. but <laughs> I can't see it, unfortunately. Jesse,
2: mm-hmm. I yeah, I think we talked a little, little bit about this before. Like I don't understand why Burnmouth isn't doing better, but, yeah, I I can't see it. It But I still think the Venger out people are going to be there.
0: It's only been been a few few games, though. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. There's always time. Uh, I I get these things where it's like, oh, there's a crisis. I'm like, it's been three games, all (laughs) right? There is no crisis. Chill out.
1: I did see another tweet this week. Someone saying, Arsenal, cry me a river, I'm a Leighton Orient fan, and think about all the other... And then he listed off <laughs> a team, of a, a list of clubs that have virtually gone bust over the last two years. Yeah. So, you know, perspective and all that. Uh, Brighton versus West Brom. Um, I put Anthony Knockhart in my dream team right at the very start of the season, and it's not paid dividends as yet, but I really hope it does. Tamahomed is available, and he was knocking him in last season for them, so... I really want them to. It's first league meeting for
2: 24 I years. I love Brighton. This is my, my project team, and I just really want them to do well. I love watching them play. Yeah? They, they, I they're... don't want them to flame out. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> only on three previous occasions, as a team failed to score uh, from their first four Premier League matches. Um, that was Swansea, Newcastle, and Sheffield Wednesday. But the good news is, none of them were relegated in that season. Okay. So there's hope for them. They spent so long trying to get here. I mean, the trials and tribulations Brighton have had since the mid-90s when they were kicked out of their own ground. I really hope they don't mess this up.
0: I think from what they've shown so far, I think they're in a good position.
1: Yeah, I hope they do. How do you see? I mean, having said that, this is West Brom. Four central defenders
0: across the back. Oh, oh well, West, West Brom. Uh, I think I've put this as like a one-all, I think. Yeah. my sky one or two. What one or two? Is that what you just said, Jesse?
2: It... Does one o- guys, we don't speak the same language.
0: What one <laughs> one, one, one.
2: Okay. Thanks, right.
0: Like like a draw. <laughs> what is this? <laughs>
2: it's witchcraft. You People think... let me teach their children. <laughs>
1: uh, you're going for a draw, Jesse, what do you reckon?
2: Um, I think I'd be happy with a draw, but oh, I, I this is going to be really hard for Brighton. I, if we're going with wants, I want Brighton to take this one, but I feel like I feel like West Brom have this.
0: Well, West Brom are away from home, though. I think that, that's, I think that's the key. They're going to shoot if they, were, if, they were, if they were if they were at home, I think it'd be a bit different. That's true.
1: I, I, you think they're going to be more defensive away from home?
2: But they still don't have Kyle back.
1: No. Mm-hmm.
2: right isn't he still injured does he have two more weeks
1: i think he's after um, a little bit longer isn't he yeah i think so um i'm gonna go for a west brom win it's like relentless marching army of central defenders <laughs> two lines of central defenders just
2: it works for them though <laughs> yeah
1: exactly uh, oh, yeah pulis is gonna pulis isn't he mm-hmm. <laughs> uh southampton versus watford um they started very well,
0: have they, Watford and uh, Marco Silva? They have. They've got some good signings in. Um, Rick Carlson's been pretty good. Yes, he has. Um, he? I think it'll be a good game. Southampton are a bit of a, an anomaly to me. I, I always think they're going to be better than they are. Guess he's back in first team training for
1: Southampton. It's Van Dyke. Yeah, Virgil Van Dyke back in first team
0: training. <laughs> he surely won't be in the team. I bet it's... he's turned up with the biggest slice of humble pie. Oh, I'm I think it's, it's that <laughs> awkward moment where you, you sort of you know, you break up with someone and then you see them the next day and you're like, actually. Well, you don't have I mean, to worry about that ever again. Obviously, but, you know. <laughs> Is it. I, I unless you do something
2: really,
0: really bad. Yeah. I, I've seen those those things before, and I think it was something to do with when uh, Manchester United bought Lukaku, there was a thing going around on Twitter, and it was like Conte texting Costa, and he's like, "Oh uh, yeah, so about that text, don't worry about it, what times do you want to pick him up in the morning, pal? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Watford have got to rely on, uh, they're hoping to have back from injury, uh, Darian Matz uh, and Spurs legend Eunice Kabul. they're hoping he'll be back. Uh, Miguel Britos, he of the... Sort of waist high tackle the other week. He's, He's uh, one of suspended. Mine.
2: All of Uruguay apologizes for that one. Is he Uruguayan? Yes, he is. Oh, dear, Look, I remember but... the
0: shock on his face when he got sent off for that. I'm
2: that sure. was the best part. It Was like, what? It wasn't even like, oh shit, I'm sorry, which you see sometimes in those kind of kicks. It was like, yeah, what? I <laughs> what? did that. It was, it was a
1: good tackle. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm Uruguayan. <laughs> we do this. No, it was like great and horrifying
2: at the same time. I was like, yeah, it's not think Give me the ball
1: back. I do a problem. Uh, Nathan Redmond has been involved in uh, five goals in his last three Premier League matches against Watford. So he's got a lucky streak against them. Mm. Watford have used 21 players in their first three Premier League matches this season. 21 different players.
0: Chelsea don't even have that in their first team. You've one. got three times that <laughs>
1: of Vitesse Arnhem. Don't start complaining. <laughs> oh, I am complaining because I'm Chelsea. And- Terribly run. That's a that podcast all to sure itself. <laughs> <laughs> OK, on to Sunday. Then the early kick-off on Sunday is uh, Burnley versus Crystal Palace. Um, God, this is a battle of yin and yang, isn't it? Uh, Sean Dyche versus uh, the ticker-tacker of Ronald DeBoer. Hey, do
0: you think he's going to be gone? I was gonna say, yeah. Is this going to be his last main game? I can't... This is what I was saying earlier with... It, it's amazing that we're only at this stage in the season, and it's already been talked of people as being, win or be sacked.
1: I feel very sorry for the ball, because when he came in, he was saying, you know, this isn't going to be revolution, it's going to be, sort of, it's going to take its time, it's going to be evolution, which is what they also call for in some parts of Cornwall still, but it's, um, it, it's going to take its time, and then Steve Parrish went, yeah, it will take time, don't worry, and of course now all of a sudden, it is taking time,
2: they're on his case. I know but I feel like the only thing that managers don't have is time like really aside from Wenger when do we ever see that
0: We don't I think that you're right it's the, the, everyone's so quick to pull the trigger these days it's it's just ridiculous I mean I, I can even I can foresee a situation where Conte will will be gone by January if if Chelsea aren't top 4 at that point um I think there's quite a few managers Wenger surely's got to be I think it got a bit close last season of him potentially going. He'll be um, there. Don't worry, he'll be there. Benitez, I think, if if things don't go the way that he wants them to. He says he's sticking around, but he's obviously not best pleased at the moment, so maybe he'll be gone fairly soon.
1: I think, I think you're right. I think there's a few that could go. Um, mm. Burnley won both their League matches against Crystal Palace. Really? Yeah. Uh, and they won six out there, eight... Top count, top, and they've won six out of their eight top-flight encounters against Crystal Palace. Um, Lee Chung Yong could be the first South Korean or the third South Korean player to make a hundred Premier League appearances after Park Ji Sung and Ki Sung Young. But Palace haven't scored in the Premier League this season of they?
0: No, I think that, that is obviously one of the problems is that they're not only losing but they're not competing. Yeah, but I mean it. Who have Palace got up front? It's Bantake and who who else? Uh, well, Wilfred is out injured. Yeah. Balassi,
1: I think he's out injured, isn't he? So I think the Kabayi sort of plays just off him and they're using him as a target, though.
0: So I think that just doesn't work for them. And I've been trying it and it just doesn't seem to to work.
1: No. Uh, Jesse, throwing that green toy around, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm trying, I'm trying to not let the turtle squeak be heard on the podcast um, I think it's it, Ben Teke I think is so much better than he has than like the stats show um, but oh you have to score um, what and do you Palace think he does love- if, he,
1: if he's better than what the stats show what do you think he does
2: He has, he, when he plays well, he's really strong on the ball. Um, I think, I think he is a good team player. Like a lot of strikers are not necessarily, you know, he, he has better link up play than other players in his same position
1: you think he can hold the ball up for other people to then join in
2: i do but i think he can also score so it's so unlike other players who can only do one or only do the other i think he does have both but he's he can't do it on his own like he's not good without somebody else up front.
0: i think that's the the thing is it's all about service and players around him and he's not got anyone that will will run beyond him and he can do a flick on that that's the problem
1: and while Zaha's injured, he's not getting that service either, is no, he? No,
0: exactly. So I think he's in a... I think Palace is just in a bad position all round, yeah. unfortunately.
1: Okay, uh, Swansea versus Newcastle. This is the John Joe Shelby, darby. We all love a bit of John Joe Shelby, don't we? <laughs>
2: a bit, do yeah, we? I
1: quite yeah. like John Joe Shelby, yeah.
0: This <laughs> is somehow buying a wonder kid Renato Sanchez's yes. debut.
1: <laughs> I wonder if he's ever looking at himself thinking, how did it come to this?
0: To be honest, I don't think he'd mind. I know it's Swansea and it's probably like Leo of Bayern, but he probably. I wonder if he knows Clement in any way. I know that Clement's been around with Ancelotti and everything, so I can imagine that Ancelotti sort of said to him, look, we we trust the guy, he'll play you, he will develop you into a good player. Yeah. I think that's going to be quite a big thing, is that Renato Sanchez will be playing week in, week out, I'm sure.
1: And Tammy Abraham scored last time
0: for Swansea, didn't he? He did. Good. another uh, Chelsea player that could be scoring for Chelsea right now But I really really hope you know, that
1: I really hope that he sort of comes good for you guys
0: this is the one where like, obviously Solanke um, has gone to you guys, this is the one that I feel I really would be so gutted if we let it get away yeah yeah. I think Solanke hadn't proved it on a stage obviously Abraham did it uh, last season in the Championship, and he's already starting to prove it a little bit for Swansea in the Premier League. And it's like we can't let this happen.
1: Well, you kind of, you kind of had this a few years ago. Patrick Bamford as well, didn't he? He had a good time away on loan, then he came mm. back and he didn't really do it for you guys. But yeah, you're, one of these guys has got to come good for you. Um, Jesse, Swansea have won three out of their last four home games uh, against Newcastle. Are they going to make it? Are they going to add to that?
2: I think so. I think Swansea's been. Surprising and, and pretty strong. Yeah? Yeah. Plus I want them to, right? Isn't that how this game is working right now?
1: Yeah, the team you want to win will win. Great. Will win. Gotcha. Yeah.
2: I love I love this. This is so good. Also I want ice cream.
1: <laughs> oh no, don't say ice cream. I'm on a diet at the moment. I'm on a diet at the moment, and we weigh each, we weigh at work. And whoever has lost the most gets a little uh, buff, muscly man to put on their desk all week. Whoever has lost the least or put some weight has got a laminated cartoon pig to sit on their desk all week. And I believe that been... is horrifying.
2: That, th- thank you, Ryan. That sounds
1: terrible. Guess who's had the laminated pig all week? <laughs> no. Yeah. I, it was, normally, if we're going to do these things at work, I would bulk up, so I normally put on, like, about six or seven pounds, so I get to lose it all and win all the money. But, Wait. But... <laughs> <laughs> what? That's called cheating. <laughs> <laughs> normally, we have about three or four weeks' notice for this, and so I get to trough myself silly. How often
2: the... do you all do this?
1: We do it, like, we do, like, three months on, three months off. It
2: doesn't sound healthy or...
1: No, basically we, we, we binge eat and then crash diet in a bid to win about 50 pounds.
2: You know, I went to theatre school <laughs> and there were like diagnoses <laughs> for that kind of
1: thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, well, this is, just, this is just money involved. But yeah, uh, <laughs> so I've got this laminated pig I've got to stick on my uh, laptop all week. And it's like a big thing. I mean, it's like sort of 10, 12 centimetres tall and the same wide.
2: You could name him like Mauricio Pigottino.
1: <laughs> oh, we could. Or, yeah.
2: Well, I'll think of a better one. Yeah? Yeah. That'll come to me.
1: Yeah, okay. I was waiting for I thought you had something else. Yes.
2: Yeah. We'll okay. do that. I, to, I just have to get in the, in the zone.
1: Okay. Uh, Second, Newcastle-Swansea then. Who's going to go for a, a Swansea win? Me! Uh, yeah, I am. You both are. Okay. Uh, what about West Ham-Huddersfield? Um, Huddersfield started very, very well, haven't they? West Ham? Uh-uh. No point. Um... This is their first home game of the season, isn't it?
0: Yeah, London St- uh, Yeah, London Stadium, isn't it? Still going along with those plastic seats, whatever it was.
2: Oh, Bacante. Sorry, his name is Antonio Bacante, because of bacon. That's the pig's
0: name. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry. That's well done. I could see you. your mind ticking then. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you sat
1: silently on that sofa about the last sort of minute <laughs> as Ryan was talking. Uh, only five teams have started a Premier League season with four successive clean sheets. Uh, I'm assuming this is in relation to Sunderland, uh, to uh, sorry, to um, Huddersfield rather than West Ham. Yeah, Heck. something like that. <laughs> oh, West Ham won this 3-0 and the teams last met in 1997 in the League Cup. Ryan, who scored? A hat-trick. Who scored a hat trick in yeah. when, sorry? 1997, 98. Is it going to be a, a former Chelsea player? Is it? Uh, no, I will give you some clues, and you've got to get them in three clues, okay? Okay. All right, so, uh, Welsh. Okay. Got a guess?
0: Oh, Craig uh, <laughs> <Greg> Bellamy. Right. <No. laughs> Very tall. Uh, No. Uh,
1: big bold head on football focus um, and likes kicking Jewish people <laughs> well I don't... when I say Jewish people I mean i Alberkovich. I was to say
0: is this allegedly or is it no he he... It. it was on camera wasn't it on football fo- I don't watch football fo- focus no who is it it's John Hartson oh John, I John
1: Hartson. he did he kicked i in the head I think that means you just like kicking Arverkovich rather Berk- than Jewish people. Berk- yeah. we- just in case <laughs> John Hartson yeah, listens to this. A it's really a very litigious podcast this week. I'd say allegedly with <laughs> Pat Vanden Howe. I know that happened, but <laughs> not Pat Vanden Howe, Bill Wyman. And just for the record, John Hartson kicked Isle Berkovich. He doesn't go around kicking
0: Jewish people, as far as I know. Yeah. It's like, oh, I have seen this before. Yeah? He smashes him, doesn't he? Yeah.
2: Wait, on what? Why?
0: Is it it's, it's training or something? That's so basically, right. he, there's a guy on the floor. John Hartson says, get up. The guy like, punches him, and then John Hartson just kicks him in the face. He kicks him in the side of the head. This is Isle Berkovich. He kicks him in the side of the head. Brilliant.
2: Okay. Yeah, you
1: have to Google that. Anyway, <laughs> not many of those players playing then are still playing today. I should imagine. So, um, how are we going to go? Oh, here's a I... here's a quiz. Can I give you a quiz quickly? Sorry, Jesse, before you ask. Yeah. Um, Roosevelt's goalkeeper uh, Jonas Lassell, can become the fourth goalkeeper to keep clean sheets in each of his first four Premier League matches. Who were the three? You'll never get there in a million years. Actually.
2: Pepe Reina. This is a good quiz.
1: Yeah, sorry. Pepe Reina, Alex Manninger, and Anders Lindegard.
2: Would not have done that.
1: No. no. Sorry, you, were gonna, you. I interrupted you. Sorry, you were going to say something.
2: Oh, I was going to say Huddersfield for the completely unscientific reason that Sir Patrick Stewart will be so excited and it will just be so cute to see his reaction.
1: So you said this last time. Is this going to be your Sunderland prediction every time? Yeah, uh, Huddersfield prediction every Huddersfield
2: time? Huddersfield prediction. Yes, absolutely.
1: That's right. It's all at yep. North and beyond me. Uh, every so every week we do Huddersfield it's going to be Patrick Stewart yeah Yeah. Need... I,
2: whenever the worlds of theatre and football can collide I, it's like I'm validated and so this does it for me
1: it makes me so happy you need to google famous Huddersfield fans there might be more
2: no I want to google famous theatre
1: football fans oh here's a conundrum for you so you're saying you want Huddersfield to win because Patrick Stewart
2: will be excited yeah
1: do you know who West Hamsworth's famous fan is Oh no! Who? Uh, One Barack Hussein Obama.
2: I knew that, and I loved that so much that he loved because he's a beautiful, wonderful man.
1: So now, where did your loyalty lie?
2: With Obama. (laughs) You you want a West Ham win?
1: (laughs) Fair. They they beat you to that new stadium. You don't want them to win.
2: No, I don't want them to win. I just want Obama to be happy. (laughs) Uh,
1: Okay. So. Guys, quick. After yeah. three, after three, say a name. Huddersfield or West Ham? One, two, three.
0: Huddersfield.
1: Oh, really? I'm going to just go for, for it. I th- they, they, des- <laughs> they desperately need a win. They've got to win at some point. It might as well be here. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Well, guys, that brings our Premier League ground up to an end. We've done the World Cup qualifiers. Thank you, thank you, thank you ever so much. Um, anyone got anything to plug or promote or anything like that?
0: No, the, other, the nothing to plug or promote. quick one. A bit of interesting news that I saw: Northampton Town just hired uh, John Floyd uh, Hasselbank. John Floyd, as Hasselbank. John Floyd, as the... sorry, Jimmy Floyd Hassel. It's fine, don't worry about it. Just as they were, Hasselbank, Hasselbank, as the manager. Keep going, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's not going really. Long. It's just going to be a quick one. Just saying, yeah, you know, brilliant, and it's just messed up. So <laughs> basically, Chelsea legend managing. Local team, there you go. I forgot to mention quickly: <laughs> Andre Silva
1: joining Leicester. Did anybody see the, shenan- the sort of shenanigans oh, about that?
0: Re- registered fourteen seconds late, so FIFA rejected it. Right? He can't play till January, <clears throat> and they have to pay his wages. Oh.
1: <laughs> fourteen seconds. Oh, that's the worst. That's yeah. Lots of Leicester fans have been saying this is really unfair. To which people are replying saying rules are rules. <laughs> Them's the rules, kids. <laughs> exactly. Jesse, you got nothing to promote?
2: I have nothing to promote. Out. Everybody sh- has a great start to the school year. People. Are you, are you sure you got nothing to
1: promote?
0: I think. No. I think you're hinting at something, Jesse.
2: I know. I. <laughs> yeah. know any,
1: any South American World Football Index qualifiers podcast?
2: Oh, oh we have no, a World Football. No. About... Yeah. Yes. We. God. Chris, I have something to promote. Good. What's that? <laughs> We have a South American football show podcast that's out today, yesterday, last night. It's out. Just go on it. It's great. Um, Adam Brandon's really sad about Chile, and I am not sad about Uruguay.
1: You did two, didn't you? did one for the first round of fixtures and one for this round. Yes. Okay. So, at World Football Eye is where you can uh, follow World Football Index from there. We can get podcasts from not just South America, but North America. Are you still doing your Don't Call It Soccer podcast?
2: We were going to do what? So the the guys did one without me last night, so they didn't have to put up with me, but also because I had no Wi-Fi. So there is one out soon. It'll be out soon.
1: Okay. Uh, That's great. We... No one has
2: to put up with my babbling.
1: Apart from here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, there will be other podcasts for the World Football Index covering uh, leagues around Europe coming out next week as well, so that's at World Football Eye uh, if you want to Patreon them as well, there's if you look on the World Football Index website, uh, I think it's worldfootballindex.com, there's all sorts of different Patreon services there up to and or receiving a book um, Man of the Post, at Man of the Post is the uh, Twitter account for Man of the Post for Man of the Post and World Football Index if you give us a uh, subscribe on um, iTunes, they will automatically fall into your inbox. And if you listen to last week's podcast, if you go to any Apple store or if you see any, um, iPhones lying around, just go to iTunes, put Man on the Post in and press subscribe because apparently that's that's what helps the ratings, not reviews. You don't even have to listen. <laughs> just go to any, just go to all the, any Apple store, go to all their iPhones for sale or anyone's you, the demo models and just subscribe to Man on the Post. So what you're effectively saying is the listeners need to not listen and just subscribe <laughs> and it's fine. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Uh, you, if you do like what you hear, you can rate and reviews and leave us a five star review on iTunes. Hopefully, Ross and the guys are back next week uh, reviewing what we've been previewing. Jesse, if they want to follow you on Twitter, how do they do that?
2: They go to at Jesse Loesch.
1: Okay, Ryan, if they want to follow you, it's at the Ryan Goodman. At the Ryan Goodman. Okay, no problem. Right, uh, thank you ever so much, guys.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for listening, and always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>